0: Live from our super secret studios above Jacques' flower shop. This is Gerard at Large. Yeah, baby. Good morning, Manchester. Live and local news, sports, politics, traffic, and weather. Rich isn't afraid to tackle the tough questions. Who told you you can eat my cookies? You talking to me? Yeah, uh, I hear you. You had a question for me. It's all here on the Gerard at Large radio program. Hello. On ninety. Dining- Seven WLMW, New Hampshire Family Radio. I'm sorry, who did you say you were? I am your host, Rich Gerard. Thanks for tuning in. (laughs) That's right, that's right. Here's Richard. Good morning, Manchester, and to those of you in surrounding towns. Welcome to Hour One of Gerard at Large. I am your glad to be back in our super-secret broadcast location above Jacques Flower Shop host, Rich Gerard. Thanks for tuning in. You can find us online at GerardAtLarge.com, and you can find us on Facebook and Twitter, also at GerardAtLarge, where we encourage you to like us and to follow us because we just want to be loved. Oh, yes. Yes, we do. Rich, do you miss opening the show on your phone? <laughs> yeah, that was that was not cool. Um, huh. I, you know, I don't know. I, I, I don't want to speak uh, ill of anybody, but, you know when you When you do a uh broadcast like the one we do from a remote location, it's it's not uh "Ouch, they get spanked, huh? Well, maybe that's good. It'll maybe wake them up as they head into the playoffs <laughs> um, anyway, um so, yeah, I mean, there's a lot that goes into setting up a remote broadcast. You know, it's, it's not an overwhelming thing, but things things have to work correctly. So I was scrambling on Tuesday to get set up because I couldn't get in there until four o'clock. I had uh, committee meetings that started at five thirty, which, by the way, incidentally didn't end until nine thirty. And some people who watched the meetings blamed me. Uh, that's OK. I, I have a, I have a lot to say and may, perhaps we'll talk about some of it. I have a lot to say. Um, when it comes to what we're doing in schools and uh, what the data shows us about what we should be doing because uh, school districts Manchester included have this penchant to jump on the latest fad instead of taking a look at the data and uh, when I when I see that we have schools doing better, than other schools that we're spending enormous amounts of uh, money to pilot programs in. Then I I ask some questions, and I don't take kindly when people tell me I have to sit back and wait for the results. Is every, you know, sitting back and waiting for the results, really? Anyway, we'll get to that later. But, so, uh, I, you know, I have to get the, uh, you know... It's kind of a mundane thing. You know, you've got to get the soundboard set up. You've got to get the microphones set up. you got, you got to make sure the internet connection is working. you got, you got to do all that stuff in advance, right? So normally when I do an on-site remote, I'm able to get in early so that uh, when 6 o'clock comes, I've got my newsread writ- news written, um, and I don't have to write the newsread on site. I can have it written, but I've got the newsread written. I've got the uh um setup done. All I have to do is make sure the Skype connection because when we do this we connect via Skype. Which is uh, <laughs> which is sometimes a challenge. And uh, you know, a big a big deal is when you're plugged into a house uh, audio system. You, you know, you got to make sure you got to do sound checks, you got to do your level, you, you got to check your levels and all this fun stuff. So, you know, as, as I was listening, I've listened to the debate uh, twice since uh, it aired. And when you listen to our audio, you'll, you'll note that uh, there are times when um, it's too loud. You know, it was, it, it's just the sound levels were too high. And that's because um, I was unable to coordinate with the people who were doing the sound when I was doing my setup so that we could get the levels done, we ran into a technical glitch at the beginning of the debate because there was an incorrect setting on what's called the mult box. And when I corrected the setting, it pushed the sound levels through the roof. I had to drop the gain, what's called the gain, all the way down and uh, pull back. And even at that, the signal was so strong because we didn't get a chance to what's called balance the levels The you know so it should have worked on the other setting but it didn't so there were a lot of there were a lot of technical things that go into making sure that the uh the thing started and um you know i i don't fault the the back room for not wanting to open up at five thirty or five forty five so that i could get in there and at least get the sound uh the skype connection together with the with the uh the studio etc cetera, etc cetera. but they said they'd be there uh, they'd open at six. I figured, well, that's going to be tight. I won't do a news read. We'll run the AFR news at the top of the hour. That five or six minutes should give me enough time to at least connect with Josh and um, be able to come on the air when the uh, when the news is done. They didn't show up and open the doors until six twenty. So that really put us behind the eight ball. So I was doing the first segment of the show from my cell phone in the cab of my truck while I was waiting for somebody to turn on the lights and unlock the doors. And to make matters worse, because this always happens, doesn't it? To make matters worse, what happened? (laughs) I don't know if it was a bad transition or what, but I had been uh, uh, tapped into the guest Wi-Fi trying to get caught up on the news and see what was out there. In case I had an opportunity to talk about it, which, of course, as you know, I did not because it was so busy. I uh, put I put my uh, laptop onto the dock that I had set up with all of the Internet and USB connections and what that that I needed uh, to run the show. And uh, it crashed. (laughs) It wasn't quite it, it, it was kind of like the blue screen of half death. It's the one that says, oh, we've encountered a significant error and we need to shut down and restart. I went, oh, crap. So there went another three or four minutes while the computer went through that. So it was just a little frustrating uh, getting it together. And that's why I'm always uh, careful or always uh, make it a point of uh, praising outfits like the center of New Hampshire Radisson, which, you know, knows when to expect me, knows what I need. uh, And it's just, you know, oh, what, you want to be there at 430 in the morning? Sure, just check in at the front desk. You know and it's a little different there because they it's a hotel they've got personnel on duty twenty four seven it's not a big deal but um you know i was i was I was pretty clear that um all right they and i uh, I have the emails they promised six o'clock well, it didn't happen well, I was told normally they open at six thirty, so six o'clock was the best concession that they uh, were willing to make. I said, okay, fine. Well, I don't know if they showed up late for six o'clock or early for six thirty, but the lights didn't go on and the doors didn't open until six twenty, and that's why I had the unique experience of uh, starting the show from my cell phone in my car. So, uh, and again, this isn't this isn't a put down. I'm I'm not trying to speak ill. Um, I don't want anybody to be bent out of shape. I'm just telling you what happened and why. Uh, you know, other than that, everybody was perfectly pleasant. Anyway, uh, it was quite a Donnybrook yesterday. We encourage you to listen to it. The funny thing is, is I've listened to it three times, including live, and I pick up something different every time. And I think it's safe to say that um, I, I it was just amazing to me. Now, that having said, I would not have done some of what uh, Ted Gasses did in in the debate but you know it's easy to quarterback those things when you're in the midst of it it's and it's true when you're in the midst of of a of something like a debate you uh instinctively hear things that you want to respond to and those things that you hear are a function of your belief system and all kinds of things that come into it So while it might have seemed odd that Mayor Gatzis, for example, did not answer Joyce Craig's blistering criticism of the solar array, remember two years ago, you know, she criticized him for killing a solar project that he said wasn't good for the city. And he came up with this one and he said it was a great deal for the city, unlike the other one. Remember that? Well, he didn't say that he didn't he didn't go through and defend the details that uh, Joyce Craig criticized. He he kind of changed the topic. And he said, yeah, this coming from the person who told us it was a great idea, you know, to have education taxes, sales taxes, you know, airport taxes, et cetera, et cetera. Joyce was clearly waiting for that answer, but she blew it. You know, the mayor uh, misspoke. I mean, if you listen to the mayor speak, particularly at a debate, you know, not unusual. Terms get a little jumbled, but he, you know, he, he said, look, you said they was regret- I didn't say they were great plans. I said they were great ideas. Because I don't want to discourage people from coming forward with ideas by saying they're bad. Well, she didn't say that at the time. She praised them as great ideas to raise money for the school, uh, for the, you know, for the city. So Ted is being honest about that, but I love the fact that she, she hammers them for lying. lie. I didn't say they were great plans said they were great ideas. <laughs> I was like, "What did I just really hear that?" Which tells you what. Uh, you know, it would be entirely inconsistent, by the way, for Joyce Craig, with all of the people who back her and her general political beliefs, to not believe in some sort of broad-based tax for New Hampshire. That being said, she's running for mayor. She doesn't have the power to levy a statewide pro- a statewide sales tax or anything like that if she's elected. But. It was uh, it was an interesting debate and one that I thought uh, the mayor genuinely had the upper hand. And I thought um, what it what, what it really did was reveal things because you know the, uh, the 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 truth is that for Joyce Craig to look at Mayor Ted Gatzis and say when you were elected, sixty four percent of our kids in the third grade were uh, uh, you know on grade level in reading; they were proficient in reading, and now it's twenty eight percent. Uh, and to blame the failure of our children to maintain their literacy status um, as a a fault of insufficient inadequate professional development of our teachers well first of all do the teachers know how to teach reading or don't they i mean how much professional development do you do you need i mean i'm a i'm a you know, I'm a licensed financial services professional. How many times do I need to go through a class to learn about investments or life insurance on an ongoing basis? I mean, I either I either know it or I don't, right? I have to do continuing education, which is what they call professional development in the in the teaching world. But it ain't it. It's not to go over the basics of what I'm doing. It might be whatever. So I, is, is Joyce Craig condemning the teachers as somehow being? Uh, unqualified to do the job i thought that was a uh, i mean i was oh i didn't know what to make of that but that all aside for her to look at ted gatzis and say it's your fault when the entire state saw similar decreases in their uh in, in test scores after the test changed Is just flat out dishonest. And as a member of the Manchester School Board, I take umbrage with that, with the characterization that somehow, you know, literacy efforts have failed in the Queen City and it's Ted Gatsis' fault. Now, to be sure, I've had my issues with how things are taught in this district. And I think the district has made a number of bad decisions. Uh, starting with the introduction of everyday math and once again she complained about not having math books overlooking the truth that the district administration under Deborah Livingston removed math books after the you know after the Manchester academic standards the rewrite of common Manchester's rewrite of Common Core were introduced. I mean that was a it wasn't a resource question it was a deliberate act by the school administration which gave the books away. Oh, <sighs> anyway, but that 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 it, that to me is the low blow of low blows because it intentionally mischaracterizes the work that Manchester students are capable of doing to advance a false political narrative based on a faulty test that was adopted by the state, a test which Commissioner Edelblue has now done away with. Uh, because well let's just say that the smarter balanced assessment consortium did not win the bid for the statewide standardized test uh because he wrote it so that it would measure something sane like kids ability to do the work so the low blow of uh, the low blow of the of the debate goes to Joyce Craig and Ted Gatzes uh, maybe, we'll, maybe we'll play the audio in the 7 o'clock hour. Ted Gatzis absolutely took her head off for it. Um, and I don't think really in that room, I don't think she recovered after that, even though the, they were, she had a fair number of her partisans there, including some joker right in front of us who kept clapping at odd times. Anyway, we will discuss more in the 7 o'clock hour. Coming up uh, just moments from now, Steve Matthew, candidate for Ward 4 Alderman, We'll be in the house. Stay with us.